I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, And oppression put a strain on the people I speak what I know Words are reserved for the truth Not perfect, but aware of the example I set for the youth And I sing cause I care And wouldn't want none of these sons and daughters to go astray When I could have paved the way Of all these expenses Borne by the people Relegated to zinc fences Keeping the resources out of their reach Breeding frustration in the values You teach in the media every day Then deny them a way to attain it But force them to work and maintain it And not take their share Then police force the fear Into the brains of the people I know from experience The system is flawed and unfair so I live outside it as much as I possibly dare And I sing for justice in a time when the people may be too distracted to even care My voice will still be
asase ya mpone mwa awodi emua osama ya adanidie mebewa medaimo metiasea medaimo dre dre damnifatre i am the earth and water i am the full moon I am the first mother, the universal womb. They call me sacred lotus wisdom of the kind supreme. The mothership that brought the first terrestrial being. I come from distant planets and now I have returned. I am the great goddess come to you in human form. Mysterious by nature, I hold my magic wand. Cast my kairi shells and read them in the dirt I stand on. My power is electric, you feel it in my gaze. I will live on when others perish in the end of days. They call it I mortal, I move through space portals. My body turns to dust, I traded for a better model. I am the shrine keeper, civilization teacher. I am the sun's reflection and the divine receiver. I birthed the last giants, now called the juggernauts. When I designed the trees, I made the roots from my Nazi locks. I am the fertile ground, and I am heaven's skies. I'm made of dark matter and full of pure light. I'm just a tiny proton inside the smallest atom. I am a black hole, pulling stars inside my chasm. You think you know me, but my name eludes you well. I am your consciousness, and I'm your dream spell. I am but all things, yet I am none at all. Enemies fear me, but mostly they just respect and awe. Something, as we say, I'm compelled by a spiritual force that I cannot resist. Besides me, I share concubines by the shade. Um, which means? Which means a spiritual force that I cannot resist. inside my chasm. You think you know me, but my name eludes you well. I am your consciousness, and I'm your dream spell. I am but all things, yet I am none at all. Enemies fear me, but mostly they just respect it all. They always thought Africa was something dark and mysterious because of lack of knowledge. If you want to go to Africa, go back to Africa. You know, all those kind of negative things that try to make you really feel bad, but, you know, you just show their own ignorance. Because I feel good about my Africanism.
Joyous, joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Maria Matane. Blessings, greetings, and love to all within the listening ear. Tonight's theme is seasons and reasons. What spiritual or life season are you in? We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting off in Galatians 6, 9, and let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Genesis 8:22, while the earth remaineth Seed time and harvest, and cold and heat, and summer and winter, and day and night shall not cease. Daniel 2.21, and he changeth the times and the seasons. He removeth kings, and he setteth up kings, and he giveth wisdom unto the wise, and knowledge to them that know understanding. Matthew 24, 32. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. But when his branch is yet tender and putteth forth leaves, ye know that summer is nigh. 1 Peter 1, 6. Wherein ye greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness through manifold temptations. 2 Timothy 4.2 Preach the word. Be instant in season, out of season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering. 
Psalm 65, 11. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness and thy paths drop fatness. Psalm 145, 15. The eye of all wait upon thee and thou givest them their meat in due season. Hosea 10:12 Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap in mercy, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord till he come and rain righteousness upon you. Ezekiel 34:26 And I will make them and the places round about my hill a blessing, and I will cause the shower to come down in his season. There shall be showers of blessings. And Ecclesiastes 3. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together and a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to get and a time to lose a time to keep, and a time to cast away, a time to rend, and a time to sow, a time to keep silence, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. What profit hath he that worketh and that wherein he laboreth. I have seen the travail which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised in it. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. And I know that there is no good in them, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life. And also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor, it is the gift of God. And I know that whatsoever God doeth, it shall be forever. For nothing can be put to it, nor anything taken from it, and God doeth it, that men should fear before him. That which had been is now, and that which is to be hath already been, and God requireth that which is past. And moreover, I saw under the sun the place of judgment, that wickedness was there, and the place of righteousness, that inequity was there. I said in my heart, God shall judge the righteous and the wicked, for there was a time there for every purpose and for every work. 
And I said in mine heart, concerning the estate of the sons of men, that God might manifest them, and that they might see that they themselves are beasts. For that which befalleth the sons of men befalleth beasts. Even one thing befalleth them as the one dieth. So dieth the other. Yea, they have all one breath, so that a man hath no preeminence above a beast. For all is vanity. All go unto one place. All are of the dust, and all turn to dust again. Who knoweth the spirit of man that goeth upward, and the spirit of the beast that goeth downward to the earth? Wherefore, I perceive that there is nothing better than that a man should rejoice in his own works, for that is his portion. For who shall bring him to see what shall be after him? Who? Rejoice, ones, in doing well, and know what season you're in, so that you can take full advantage of the timing. Seasons and reasons, blessings and blessings, through the moments and the memories. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, seasons and reasons. What spiritual life season are you in? Blessings and grace. Yes, I know I am. I 
Tenkia Basa I feel it through my cheek, I feel it in my heart, I feel it in my throat, I feel it on my third eye, I feel it on my crown. I feel it all around. I feel it at my root, I feel it in my sacrum, I feel it in my solar plexus, I feel it at the is a mess and goddesses we trust I respect the flow and continue to compose I'll withhold the energy centers balancing it's electricity moving in and out of me, 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 me. it's electricity moving in and out of me, 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 me. it's electricity Breeze and lights another candle for the fallen man, and their voices cry a river through the echo of the harmonies. And those who remain standing on the rubble now branded with the scars of battle, candidly developed through the dark room. The images of stark view a life under the bell jar. Sylvia ain't know the half of where I hell start with. Shots ring when angels get their wings, and devils on patrol use bodies for targeting shit. We almost make this thing seem rather easy. So cool, why your crew coon for TV? While our grandmothers weeping their graves, their memories deeply in vain. This change ruin. And the remedy is steeped in our pain. I sleep when I've lain in the belly of the earth. Until then, I'll keep beating on your brain till I'm hurt. hurt, hurt, hurt. If you know what I know, they won't be afraid to roll. If your mind is on high, you won't be scared to fly. I 
used to be afraid of revealing my feelings freely. I put a cap on emotions, hoping it trapped at a ceiling. Impact of the world's weight was too much for my shoulders. Like Atlas, I held my fate because I felt to embrace my blessed healing. And building don't seem to be an option no more. Every time we lay the mortar, bricks are knocked to the floor. So pyramids are still in utero. Dreams are now aborted by pro life for shame. And so the ghost are haunting our thoughts. Am I guilty? Of course. I'm straight from the course when empty pages make me question my choice. And I leave the mic alone. Leave the baby souls exposed to withstand the fight alone. I can't do it. That's something my conscience will not condone. So I pledge allegiance to the freedom fighters' blood that won't settle in my bones. I do it for every ghetto and better with broken homes. And better my flow with every poem that I propose. And hope that you get my letters addressed to the future. Gone, gone, gone. The most wanted MC, born of a dying need I want you all to feel what really inspires me I hold up the mirror so you're reflected inside of me I write to give light to these rhymes It just might be the kind of free nation Pass the mic and I'll try to make a thinker out of an idling mind They say I'm out of my mind And think we can be saved with music I prove you wrong on my release date See you on that Tuesday I'll be with them vibes slinging hope like them white cakes Shaking sleeping gods and hoping that they might wake When heavy enough bars to rattle on the lightweight How many times have I got You should take heed to allow your eyes to widen to the possibilities of freedom through a major melody set to minor keys. Well, here you have it. P.S. from the mighty star seed. Blessings and grace. And I'm back with tonight's theme, Seasons and Reasons. What spiritual life season are you in? It's important to understand seasons occur and to know what season in which you are currently living. When we don't understand this concept of seasons, especially in the bad seasons, we can begin to believe seasons never change. We may stop trusting, stop dreaming, Stop taking risks. But life comes in seasons. Seasons do change, sometimes quickly and sometimes seasons overlap each other. When we find ourselves in a good season, especially an extended good season, we can start to take the seasons for granted. We may even forget seasons change, sometimes quickly, and so we aren't prepared. Take a minute and reflect. What season of life are you currently experiencing? Review your life by how the seasons have molded you. The Most High never wastes a season. Ask the Most High to place in your heart 
what he wants you to, to learn, to do during this specific season of your life. Invite the Most High to speak into your seasons. Now, winter is a time when you might feel cold and uncomfortable. Any farmer will tell you winter is not the time to plant, but to beginning planning what to plant during the next season. A spiritual winter is a time of darkness. Spiritual winter is the most uncomfortable time for many. It's when we feel that the Most High has deserted us during our spiritual winter, but this is the time to curl up in the Most High's lap for warmth and intimacy. There, he will give us directions for planting new crops in the spring, the next season. It is also the time to exist on what has been stored from previous harvests. Winter is the time for evaluation, planning, and preparation. It's the time to shovel the snow and ice away from the driveway of your mind. It's the time to learn to navigate the icy roads as you go about your business. It is a time when praise should be an automatic habit, for it will keep your heart warm before the Most High. Spiritual winter is like a Sabbath. During spiritual winter, it's normal to feel like the Most High is not hearing your prayers or speaking to you. Sometimes you may feel like you're having a wilderness experience. The inclination is to pray harder. But we must remain in the season of rest. Remain in the season of rest. And spring marks the transition. Spring is the time to plant and carry out the instructions gleaned from your winter experience. From having spent time with the Most High, you'll have the spiritual and physical energy to break up your fallow ground. Flowers will push through the damp soil. Spring reminds us of the eternal cycle of death and rebirth and renewed life. Spring is the reemergence of life. It indicates a balance of growth and decay, youth and maturity, innocence and experience. During springtime, look for the leading of the Most High and new activities and ventures and new opportunities. Summer is a time of spiritual development and fruit bearing. Summer is the time to water what has been planted during the spring. It's also the time to weed out what shouldn't be there. Summer is the most dangerous season because of the heat, natural and spiritual. Be careful during this season. Summer is a time of both growth and of stillness, of hard work in the fields, and of relaxing in the cool of the day. Summer is a time for both work and play. The fruit is ripe and ready to be picked. It's during this spiritual season that we develop the fruit of spirit. Fall is a time of maturity. The leaves are turning colors of gold and red and orange in preparation for the winter. This is the time of harvest. A time of harvest. Provided you've been diligent during the previous seasons, autumn is the time of harvest. Autumn is the time 
when you see the evidence of your hard work. It's the time of harvesting and storing up for the winter. Without the ability to accurately discern the season you were in, you will miss many opportunities. If you miss one season, you will have to wait until the cycle comes around again, unless the Most High reorders your seasons. With an awareness of the season you're in, you'll be able to step into new spiritual truths and a greater ability to flow in the power of the Most High. Autumn helps us to see the passage of time. That is where we have come from and where we need to go. This is the season filled with anticipation, and if we have been obedient in the other seasons, we will reap a harvest in due season. Autumn is a season of fruition and reaping. It's the season of thanksgiving and celebration of abundance and goodness of the earth. It is a season of encouragement as we witness the changes in the Most High's earth. Autumn is the time to resume old routines, Autumn brings the last of the warmth hand, the comfort before the cold of the winter. It is a time for both beginnings and endings. Now, just to recap, summer, we enjoy the summer, but we need the other seasons to sustain life. And autumn is a time where the winds of change blow through your life. Feeling an unsettled, uncertainty, the ground shifting, cultivation of the ground, and preparation for the season to come. Pruning, things to be cooling down or even dying off. In the winter, there is a darkness that seems to be coming to a halt, a lack of apparent progress. The growth is hidden. You're in the valley of things. They don't feel as exciting as they used to. A time of introspection and internal searching. And spring is the new life, the breakthrough, the growth, the emerging fruit, the productivity, the passion reignited, the sowing of the seed, the new dreams and visions, the movement, the rapid change. So ways to handle the different seasons in your life, submit to the season that you're in. Submit to the season that you're in. Job 38, 32. Can you direct the sequence of the seasons? No, we can't change the seasons. So their timing is beyond our control. Go through each one with an attitude of humility and a heart that's open to the Most High and ask, what is he doing now? The Most High is in every season, even the difficult ones. The times when you feel as if he's far away, even in those times when the daily grind seems never ending, the Most High is there. And every season has a purpose. Looking back, you can often see that you've learned and that you grew during the most hardest times. And those are probably the times when we learn to rely on the Most High the most. We can learn and gain from every experience we go through. Seasons apply to every area of life, developing the ability to recognize what season we're in and, and doing our best to remain flexible enough to learn the lessons we need. Flexible enough to learn the lessons we need to, to help us progress on to the next phase. 
Be willing to adapt, grow, learn, and move. How we handle each season will prepare us for those that follow. And we should be careful not to judge those going through difficult times harshly because none of us are immune to hardship. Seasons can also be observed in relationships, finance, different decades, our education, career, different stages of spiritual growth. Every year winter comes, it always comes. We deal with it by preparing for it. Whether it's changing our clothing or changing our way of life, we always get ready for winter because we know it's coming. The same applies to your life. Rough times will come. No life goes smoothly without a problem from beginning to end. So you have to be ready for it. For when it does come, that you're not stuck out in the cold without a coat. Be ready to handle the winters in your own life. Have backup for the backup. Take advantage of the spring. Every year after a long winter comes the spring. This is the time when opportunities arise. The same thing applies within your life. After a challenging time, you'll be faced with a great opportunity. It's your duty to see the opportunity. It's your duty to take full advantage of the springs when they pop up. This is your moment to plant the seeds of greatness to come. Hold your own existence. Make your springs the springboard to getting where you want to go. Protect your summer. After, after planting your seeds in the spring, the summer will soon come. So this is the time where you can reap the benefits of your crops, as well as a time of joy and comfort. You must do whatever it takes to protect your crops. Once you've achieved something in your life, you must defend it. You must stand up for it and protect its value. Otherwise, you may find yourself losing it. Take responsibility in the fall. As the autumn comes and the trees change color and lose their leaves and the weather gets cooler, it's the best time to take full responsibility of what happened in the previous seasons, both good and bad. This is the time where you open yourself to learning the lessons. Taking responsibility and learning from the success and the mistakes. When the daily grind seems never ending, the most high is there. And every season has a purpose. Looking back, you can often see that you've learned and that you grew during the most hardest times. And those are probably the times when we learn to rely on the most high the most. We can learn and gain from every experience we go through. Seasons apply to every area of life, developing the ability to recognize what season we're in and in doing our best to remain flexible enough to learn the lessons we need. Flexible enough to learn the lessons we need to, to help us progress onto the next phase. Be willing to adapt, grow, learn, and move. How we handle each season will prepare us 
for those that follow. And we should be careful not to judge those going through difficult times harshly because none of us are immune to hardship. Seasons can also be observed in relationships, finance, different decades, our education, career, different stages of spiritual growth. There's also a dry season. And this season, it's, that's another time to do self-examination because there, be, there may be something that you're doing to cause the silence or the dryness that's happening. There's a waiting season where it's time for you to just sit down and wait on your purpose. Waiting can be difficult, but hang in there. You'll get through the season. And then you have a grinding season, right? Well, you gotta grind. And that's the busy season. And you have a paying dues time. There's a season to pay dues. There's a test and trial season. A spiritual warfare season. That, that really happens. And are you prepared? How is your faith? Seasons change constantly. Life is all about change. We are constantly changing, and our circumstances are simply a reflection of these natural evolutionary steps. We transition through each of these seasons naturally because they are simply a reflection of our human nature. The seasons of life are as temporary as the raindrops that are falling on your head. They are temporary in nature, just as the seasons of life are temporary on a psychological level. The seasons of life are there to teach us lessons about ourselves, others, and about life. They're there to help us grow emotionally, psychologically, socially, and they're there to harden and strengthen our emotional resilience and spirit and soul in the face of adversity and opportunity. We naturally create and transition between the seasons of life as a result of our response and reactions to people's events and circumstances. How we respond to our environment will directly influence what we get back from our environment, whether they are problems or opportunities. So consider how your life has changed and transformed over time by reflecting on the emotional highs and the heartbreaking lows. And consider the current predicament and life circumstance. And ask yourself, which season am I currently transitioning through at this very moment? How have the seasons shaped my character? How have the seasons strengthened my character? And how have the seasons enriched my life experience? Now, in the season of the summer, the kind of activities that'll help encapsulate the momentum of that season is networking, traveling, taking proactive action, expanding your, your, your current comfort zone, allowing yourself to think creatively, 
proactively and optimistically. And the psychology of summer is excitement and passion and courage and confidence. And the evolution is solid choices and decisions, capitalizing on the right opportunities, good plans and preparations. What have the summers taught you about yourself, life, and others? In the autumn, you like contract your comfort zone. There's hesitation. There's pessimism. There's a lot of anger, frustration, disappointment. You can be overwhelmed in the autumn more easily. And the evolution of autumn is the failure to capitalize on opportunities sometimes, the mistakes stemming from ineffective thinking, mistakes originating from limiting habits of behavior. That's when those things come abound. And in the winter, that's for finding the inner peace and the solitude for thinking critically, realistically, problematically, and thoughtfully about life. And if you don't do so, then the evolution of it will be ineffective choices, habits, and thoughts, and reactive behavior to losses. The self-reflection of how the impacts and what was taught by them and how they transformed you and how to sustain it is so important. And the season of, of um, spring is for developing new skills and habits, altering a personal mindset, setting goals, expanding the knowledge and the options and the opportunities, thinking tact tactfully, insightfully, strategically. The psychology of spring is love and joy and appreciation and gratitude. And if it's done right, you have enhanced self-belief, increased self-confidence, and solid reflection time that enables you to clarify what it is you want most in life. Seasons of life is about transforming and change. It's about transition and transformation. Every experience, no matter how we perceive it, helps us grow and develop psychologically on many levels of awareness, which paves a way for an ever-rich experience that will enable us to overcome the obstacles and challenges that life inevitably throws our way. You know, in, in, in coming up with this musing tonight, it was inspired by a conversation I was having in which I was talking to one and just discussing, you know, what season they were in. Are you in a walking season, a crawling season, or a running season, okay? Overstand the, 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 the parameters of the circumstance. And what season is the person in that you're dealing with? 
It'll help you better strategically maneuver the situation, looking at it from that frame of mind. So overstand your season and stand in it with humility and ask the Most High, what's the lesson so that you can receive the blessing forthcoming in Yeshua's name? We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis. Blessings and grace.
Money banks, foundation, discoveries Mischievous and self-centered development strategies Ineffective enough not to affect the physics and spirits of mankind In short and effect, where do we go from here? When we lack love in our hearts When we lack an open heart to lie to ourselves And the one that truly love that we love But truly we don't really give a fuck Another day has passed my conscience unto me Once more for me to face an excitation Which is coming up, yo The flesh is overcome, the spirit's eyes open But shut sights, love, we can't see the road Cause I'm scared of the lights I got to go on, I got to move on We got to go on, we got to move on Cause if you don't search for the truth Your soul will definitely remain on that one
blessings and grace, and I'm back with the go and gnosis, your news infused with consciousness, starting off on motherjones.com. 700,000 people marched in London to protest Brexit. Protesters want a second chance to vote before the country leaves the EU. The backlash to Brexit has been getting bigger and more organized. Frustrated with political leaders' handling of Brexit, British protesters gathered in droves on Saturday in their biggest rally yet, the People's Vote, a collection of organizations that are against the Brexit decision, estimated that roughly 700,000 people marched in central London. Protesters called for a second referendum on the country's exit from the European Union, which is scheduled to take place next March. In June of 2016, Britain voted narrowly to leave the European Union, 52 to 48%, but now the deadline is approaching. The negotiations to hammer out the specifics of the deal have hit a wall, namely over how to handle the border between Northern Ireland and Ireland, an EU member. The stalemate has raised concern that there will be no deal when the deadline comes, which some fear would mean economic chaos. Since the 2016 vote, public opinion has shifted with the majority of voters viewing the exit deal in a negative light. The marches called for a second referendum on Brexit, arguing that the public should get another chance to weigh in since the deal under negotiation is far, far messier and harmful than was first promised in the 2016 vote. So over 700,000 people protested in the streets of London against Brexit. Hopefully, the energy will propel and change will come. On Harrods.com, the U.S. is revoking visas and exploring sanctions in the Khashoggi killing. The United States has identified some Saudi officials responsible for the killing of journalist Jamal Khashoggi and is taking action, including revoking visas and exploring sanctions. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said on Tuesday, these penalties will not be the last word on the matter from the United States, Pompeo told reporters. We're making it very clear that the United States does not tolerate this kind of ruthless action to silence Mr. Khashoggi, a journalist, through violence. 21 Saudis will have their U.S. visas revoked or be made ineligible for U.S. visas over the killing. United States Department spokeswoman Heather Newert said, the vast majority of the 21 have U.S. visas, a U.S. State Department official added. U.S. President Donald Trump said on Tuesday, Saudi authorities staged the worst ever cover-up in the killing of prominent German journalist Jamal Khashoggi this month. As the United States vowed to revoke visas of some of those believed to be responsible. So that is what's happening. And blessings and strength to all the journalists out there that they are safe. And on theguardian.com, European parties urged to agree Israel boycott tactics are anti Semitic. A conference in Brussels, backed by the Israeli government, is to push for all European political parties to sign up to red lines that declare boycott, divestment, and sanction tactics against Israel to be fundamentally anti-Semitic. The two-day convention, attended by Israel's Minister of Jerusalem Affairs, 
will propose a text for prospectives, MEPs, and political parties to sign up to before the European elections in May next year. The text urges European Union member states to sign up to the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance, the working definition of anti-Semitism, and exclude from government any politicians or parties that breach it. Most controversially, one of the red lines based on a resolution adopted by Angela Merkel's Christian Democratic Union in Germany in 2016 calls on all political parties to pass a binding resolution rejecting BDS activities as fundamentally anti-Semitic. The Israeli government has changed tact in recent years from ignoring the BDS movement against Israel in recent years after it was founded in 2005 to launching an international campaign against it, arguing that the campaign aims to delegitimize the Jewish state. Israel passed a law barring the entry of foreigners who publicly support a boycott of Israel and has set up groups in other countries to counter the BDS activities and arguments. Israel's minister, minister of Strategic Affairs, which has reportedly set aside $72 million to counter the global BDS movement, says it's not involved in the conference. However, its civil servants and others from Israel's foreign ministry have been in regular contact with at least one figure involved in organizing the event. The Guardian understands. So... Israel is trying to get countries to sign on that says that um, protesting Israel or boycotting Israel for any reason means that you're anti-Semitic. And on newsky.com, there's some good news for those in the United Kingdom. It's going to be a boost for tenants as rent payments include credit scores. Experian estimates that 80% of tenants will see their credit score rise, making it easier to get mortgages and loans at better rates. Records of rental payments are now being included in credit reports, meaning tenants could find it easier to access mortgages and, as well as other loans. Experian, one of the main credit referencing agencies, announced this information now features on the reports of more than 1.2 million tenants across the United Kingdom. It is hoped that the details will make it easier for tenants to build a credit history and jump on the property ladder if lenders can see they have a good reputation in keeping up with payments. This is a blessing to those that aspire to home ownership, and hopefully that will also um, be a movement that happens around the world. And on maannews.com, Israel forces assault priests and detain one in Jerusalem. An Israeli force and police assaulted several Coptic Orthodox priests in front of the Church of the Holy Scepter in the old city of occupied East Jerusalem and forcefully detained one of them Wednesday morning. Prior to the assault, the Coptic Orthodox Church organized a peaceful protest near the monastery located on the roof of the Church of the Holy Sepulchre. Against an Israeli decision denying the church, the right to conduct the needed renovation work inside the holy site. It is noteworthy that the Israeli municipality of, Jer of Jerusalem continues to conduct unauthorized renovation work for the Ethiopian Coptic church section without approval of the Ethiopian Coptic Orthodox Church.
Eyewitnesses said that the Israeli soldiers and police officers surrounded the priests who were protesting before assaulting and pushing them use, using excessive force, causing them several in injuries. Witnesses added that the Israeli police forcibly removed the priests and detained one of them before allowing the Israeli municipality workers into the holy site. The Islamic Christian Committee to Defend Jerusalem and Holy Sites condemned the assault on the Coptic Orthodox priests and denounced the intervention of Israeli authorities in the renovation of works on the holy site. The committee pointed out that it is not within the jurisdiction to intervene in issues of occupied East Jerusalem, considering the area is subjected to the rules of international humanitarian law. The committee called upon the Egyptian government and the Christian world to immediately intervene to stop Israeli authorities from these attacks and not to enter the holy site under the pretext of restoration, since the Coptic Orthodox Church is the only authorized body to do so. The committee also called on the world to stand by Palestinian right to sovereignty over, over its land in the holy city and the rest of the occupied territories and to stop the measures carried out by the Israeli occupation in violation of the resolutions of international law and international humanitarian law. So pray for ones in the Middle East that is a highly combustible area as usual and hopefully that'll come to an end soon. And on Reuters.com, the U.S. Appeals Court revives the Nestle child slavery suit. A U.S. federal appeals court on Tuesday reinstated a lawsuit by a group of former child slaves, child slaves, accusing the United States unit of Nestle SA, the world's largest food maker, and Cargill Co. of perpetuating child slavery at Ivory Coast, which is in Africa, cocoa farms. Judges of the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in Pasadena, California, set a unanimous decision that the group could not proceed with its claims despite the alleged abuses having been occurred overseas. In sum, the allegations paint a picture of overseas slave labor that defendants perpetuated from headquarters in the United States, the court wrote. The court did not rule on the merits of the plaintiff's claims. The plaintiffs, originally from Mali, are contending that the companies aided and abetted human rights violations through their active involvement in purchasing cocoa from the Ivory Coast, also known as Cote de, de Avoir. The originally sued Nestle and the lawsuit in, in um, 2005, and then the lawsuit was dismissed. Um, no, part of the lawsuit was dismissed in 2016, according to court records. And so the case has since made its way to the United States Supreme Court, and which 2016, it was rejected the company's bid to have the lawsuits thrown out. So the companies have denied the allegations. Nestle said in a statement on Tuesday that it had explicit policies against child labor and was working to combat the global problem. The company said that it disagreed with the Ninth Circuit decision and was assessing appellate options. So pray for the ones that slavery is impacting upon their life in 2018, 2016, 2005, 2000. There should be no slavery at all on this planet. And on the BBC.com, there is mounting evidence that herpes leads to Alzheimer's. 
The same virus that causes cold sores appears to create lasting damage in the brain, a discovery that could suggest exciting new treatments for, de for dementia. More than 30 million people worldwide suffer from Alzheimer's disease, the most common form of dementia. Unfortunately, there is no cure, only drugs to ease the symptoms. However, research suggests a way to treat the disease. And they found that the strongest evidence yet is that the herpes virus is a cause of Alzheimer's, suggesting that effective and safe antiviral drugs may be a way to treat the disease. They may even be able to vaccinate people against it. So people are thinking now that um, research has shown that herpes, the herpes simplex virus type 1, um, is implicated in Alzheimer's disease. So now they're hoping that these new treatments can help prevent Alzheimer's by working toward the overstanding of um, blocking the herpes simplex replication. And moving forward on Blavity.com, the president has finally admitted to being a nationalist. America is slowly moving toward fascism. Donald Trump has finally come out. While speaking at a rally in Houston Monday night, Trump praised Republican Senator Ted Cruz for supporting his slate of legislative measures. The president attacked Democrats for allegedly supporting globalism, which referenced Cruz's Democratic opponent, Beto O'Rourke, according to The Hill. You know what a globalist is? A globalist is a person who wants the globe to do well, frankly, not caring so much about our country. Trump said in front of his supporters. And you know what? We can't have that. White nationalists have adopted the term globalism as a reference to an anti-Semitic conspiracy of world domination. Trump's usage of the term has been seen as a dog whistle to the far-right members of his base. To set himself apart, he declared himself a nationalist. You know, they have a word. It sort of became old-fashioned. It's called a nationalist, he continued. And I say, really, we're not supposed to use that word. You know what? I am. I'm a nationalist. Use that word. During the 2016 presidential campaign, Cruz and Trump were opponents vying for the Republican nomination. And Trump called Cruz's father an accomplice in John F. Kennedy's murder. He insulted his wife and dubbed the Texas, the Texas senator Lying Ted. Trump hasn't stopped this type of rhetoric. Despite America's poor image, he claims the nation is doing better under his purported leadership. America is winning again. America is respected again because we are putting America first, Trump said. We are taking care of ourselves for once. Of course, I'm unpopular with foreign nations because we're not letting them rip us off anymore, folks, he said. So this is what it is. The president elected of the United States is a confirmed nationalist. And on the NewYorkTimes.com, the FBI arrests white nationalist leader who fled the country for Central America. The FBI arrest of a leader of a violent California neo-Nazi gang on federal conspiracy charge after he fled the country earlier this month. 
Robert Rundo, 28, of Huntington Beach, California, is being held at the federal jail in downtown Los Angeles. He was charged in a criminal complaint that was unsealed Tuesday. Mr. Rundo apparently crossed into Mexico two weeks ago from California and then made his way to Central America. He was later brought back to the United States where he was arrested Sunday at Los Angeles International Airport, according to two people familiar with the case who spoke on the condition of anonymity because they were not authorized to speak publicly. He is the founder of the Rise Above Movement, a neo-Nazi gang based in Southern California whose members were involved in violent activity at protests throughout California in 2017. He and three other Californians associated with the group, Robert Bowman, 25, Talit Laub, 22, and Aaron Easton, 38, were charged with inciting riots according to court documents. Mr. Bowman and Mr. Laub were arrested on Tuesday morning in Southern California. The FBI said it's still searching for Mr. Easton. Earlier this month, another four members of the Rise Above movement, Benjamin Daly, Michael Masillis, Thomas Gillen, and Cole White, were indicted on conspiracy to riot charges for attacking counter-protesters during last year's Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia. The FBI said that Mr. Rondo and others attacked protesters in 2017 in Huntington Beach, California. The University of California Berkeley campus in San Bernardino, California, and Charlottesville, Charlottesville, Virginia. The criminal complaint outlined the group's hateful ideology and its embrace of violence. At a rally on March 25, 2017 in Huntington Beach, Mr. Laub grabbed a journalist and punched him in the face three times, according to the videos of the incident that the FBI referenced in the complaint. During the same rally, the FBI said the video showed Mr. Rundo punched one protester in the back of the head and then assaulted a second protester. So they are gathering the ones up from the neo-Nazi effort to not unite and to cause violence. And they're trying to leave the country and they got caught. Well, at least one of them got caught trying to leave the country. Hopefully, they will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, and justice will be served. We're going to take a music moment and come back with tech knowledge. Blessings and grace. Good things come from the streets. I'm the rose from the cold concrete. Sherry my name. Bring the alarm. That you just die. They took him out like fly But they call upon the pavement With tears in his eyes And we cry, we cry Bring the alarm The politicians lie Soldiers on front line Them start the war We fight the war What we're losing we life for Bring the alarm We shall overcome Cause this shall be done From the east to the west Me say peace and love We don't stop We can't stop Well turn me up Push up the levels on your stereo And drop the beat I'll make me ride it like a rodeo Them ponyo The hypocrites act like they're really holy God bless the world of me Come from the ghetto, you yeah, me grow with some criminals But on the weekends, I worship with Christians Live in the streets, you see a girl has got to eat some pushing trigger But I sing this hit to make you feel sweet Bring the alarm And 
not that you just die. They took him out like fly. But they cool upon the pavement with tears in his eyes. And we cry, we cry. Bring the alarm. The politicians lie. Soldiers on front line. They start the war. We fight the war. What we're losing, we're life for. Bring the alarm. We shall overcome. Cause this shall be done From the east to the west Me say peace and love We don't stop We can't stop Boom. Them sell we guns Sell we lies Sell we promises And tell we say all We're friends and we're enemies And many men Sell out them family For y'all pennies man. The bigger heads are like Through them teeth I see them building This system that's sinking With them PhD brains of big thinking I laugh at the rich I laugh at the poor Who need not go get But the greedy get more Bring the alarm Another you just die They took him out like fly But they cool upon the pavement With tears in his eyes And we cry We cry Bring the alarm Politicians lie, soldiers on front line, them start the war, we fight the war, what we're losing with lives for. Bring the alarm, we shall overcome, cause this shall be done, from the east to the west, we say peace and love, we don't stop, we can't stop. No stress. I say we shall overcome from the east to the west. More peace, no stress. Everybody bring the alarm. Another you just die. They took him out like fly, but they cool upon the pavement with tears in his eyes, and we cry, we cry. Bring the alarm. Politicians lie, soldiers on front line, them start the war, we fight the war, what we're losing one life for. Use every bit of the power I have in 
Classified fucking couch potatoes, licking TV channels, watching the Marines undergoing an urban community training. F-14s flying over project buildings, nobody saying any fucking thing, questioning not anything. Massive mindless men making, creating clones, baking better marine men. Masons making, breaking, creating codes so the luminous can understand the wise wise man. Secret society, foes, foes and bones, Hitler Bush, Hitler Bush. Hitler Bush, Hitler Bush.
For you and me to bow down on one knee and wait the scars of the Illuminati. Numbers burnt into your souls in threes and threes and threes.
Blessings and Grace, and I'm back with Technology, starting on TheGuardian.com. Apple and Samsung fined for deliberately slowing down phones. Italian investigation found software updates significantly reduced performance, hastening new purchases. Apple and Samsung are being fined $10 million and $5 million, respectively, in Italy for the planned obsolescence of their smartphones. An investigation launched in January by the nation's competition authority found that certain smartphone software updates had a negative effect on the performance of the devices. Believed to be the first ruling of its kind against smartphone manufacturers, the investigation filed accusations operating system updates for older phones slowed them down, thereby encouraging the purchases of new phones. In a statement, the antitrust watchdog said Apple and Samsung implemented dishonest commercial practices and that operating system updates caused serious malfunctions and significantly reduced performance, thus accelerating phone substitution. It added that two firms had not provided clients with adequate information about the impact of the new software or any means of restoring the original functionality of the um, phone itself. So Apple and Samsung are fined for deliberately slowing down phones. And moving forward on routers.com, Japan grants cryptocurrency industry self-regulatory status. Japan's Financial Service Agency, FSA, on Wednesday gave the cryptocurrency industry self-regulatory status, permitting the Japan Virtual Currency Exchange Association to police and sanction exchanges for any violations. The government has been reviewing its approach toward an industry that has been hit twice by large-scale thefts. The FSA approval gives the industry association rights to set rules to safeguard customer assets, prevent money laundering, and give operational guidelines. The association will also have to police compliance. It's a very fast-moving industry, and it's better for experts to make rules in a timely manner than bureaucrats do, a senior FSA official said in a briefing, declining to be named. Similar officially sanctioned bodies exist in industries such as security brokerages. We will make further efforts to build an industry that is trusted by customers, the Cryptocurrency Industry Association said in a statement following the FSA approval. Japan last year became the first country to regulate cryptocurrency exchanges as it encourages technological innovation while ensuring consumer protection. Exchanges have to register with the FSA. Both the regulator and the industry were criticized after about $60 million was stolen from cryptocurrency firm Tech Bureau Corp. in September. Before the incident, the company was slapped with two business improvement orders by the FSA following the theft of $530 million in digital coins at a Tokyo-based cryptocurrency exchange, CoinCheck Inc., in January. Some FSA officials said that crypto industry now needs heavier regulatory approach while not wanting to stifle its growth. So the FSA on Wednesday also published a set of guidelines for those applying to run crypto exchange. The agency said there are about 160 entities expressed interest. There are 16 approved crypto exchanges. FSA has not granted any new approval since December of last year 
We're looking into more details than before. In that sense, the approval process has become more strict, the FSA official said. So cryptocurrency is moving forward, and they have been granted self-regulatory status in Japan. And on NBCNews.com, Apple CEO takes aim at Silicon Valley data hoarders, saying this is surveillance. Apple Chief Executive Tim Cook called Wednesday for a comprehensive privacy law in the United States, citing Europe's general data protection regulation as an example for holding companies accountable to protect consumer data. It's time for the rest of the world, including my home country, to follow suit, Cook told privacy regulators in Brussels for the International Conference of Data Protection and Privacy Commissioners. We at Apple are in full support of a comprehensive federal privacy law in the United States. When the European Union's data regulation went into effect in May, it asserted that residents of the 28 member states own the personal data that companies collect on them and have the right to ask for a copy or have it erased. The new law makes companies holding user data accountable and requires them to report a breach within 72 hours or face penalties as steep as 4% of their annual global turnover. While Cook didn't directly call out his Silicon Valley neighbors, Facebook and Google, it was clear to whom he was referring when he called out companies that hoard massive amounts of data, user data, which he said, which is then weaponized against us with military efficiency. Every day, billions of dollars change hands and countless decisions are made on the basis of our likes and dislikes, our friends and our families, our relationships and conversations, our wishes, our fears, our hopes and dreams, he said. Cook added, we shouldn't sugarcoat the consequences. This is surveillance, and these stockpiles of personal data serve only to enrich the companies that collect them. This should make us very uncomfortable. It should unsettle us. In March, the Apple CEO said Facebook should have a self-regulated, but added that I think that we're beyond that here. Apple has long positioned itself as a protector of user privacy, notably declining to cooperate with the FBI in 2016 when authorities sought to unlock an encrypted iPhone belonging to one of the San Bernardino shooters. While Facebook and Google have faced scrutiny this year for their data collection practices, Cook has sought to position Apple as the face of responsible tech, adding more privacy controls for users, including secure password management and bolstering its intelligent tracking feature in Safari, preventing companies from tracking users as they browse the internet. And moving forward on techradar.com, Hyundai is augmenting American employees with robotic exoskeletons. Robots aren't about to take over the workplace, but that doesn't mean that they can't lend us a hand. Hyundai is introducing wearable robotic exoskeletons to take the load off of employees. Kai Motors, which is owned by Hyundai, demonstrated the Hyundai chairless exoskeleton in its North American factory last August. The device, which straps to a wearer's waist, thighs, and knees, enables them to sit and work comfortably without a chair or a stool, protecting their joints. It weighs just 1.6 kilograms, but is tough enough to withstand everyday knocks and wear in a busy plant. Now, the company is introducing a successor, the Hyundai Vest Exoskeleton, HVEX, which is planning to bring to the U.S. by the end of the year. 
The HVACs relieves pressure on workers' heads and backs by adding an extra 60 kilograms of strength when they're using their arms overhead. Although it's starting by augmenting its own employees, the company is also developing wearable bots for the use in the health sector. The Hyundai Medical Exoskeleton HMEX is intended to help elderly people and those with paralysis walk and use stairs independently. And the Hyundai Universal Medical Assistant, Huma, adds extra strength when walking and has a maximum running speed of 7.5 miles per hour. The field of robotics has the potential to usher in a new era in our industry, said Dr. Chi, Executive Vice President of Strategy and Technology Division and Chief of Innovation Officer over at Hyundai Motor Corp. The possibilities for the technology are endless. From future mobility solutions and industrial productivity, aids to vital military applications, we think the future is better with robots. The huge collective experience within the Hyundai Motor Group will facilitate rapid progress in the coming years. We're excited about the current developments and very optimistic for the use of this technology to improve lives around the globe. So Hyundai are augmenting American employees with robotic exoskeletons. And speaking of robotics and robots, on theguardian.com, a robot kills a worker at the Volkswagen plant in Germany. A robot has killed a contractor at one of Volkswagen's production plants in Germany, the automaker has said. The man died on Monday, blessings to him and his family, at the plant in Baltinol, um, about 62 miles north of Frankfurt. The Volkswagen spokesman said the 22-year-old, wow, 22, was part of a team that was setting up the stationary robot. When the robot grabbed him and crushed him against a metal plate, Helwig said, he said the initial conclusion indicate that the human error was to blame. See, they're blaming human error rather than a problem with the robot, which can be programmed to perform various tasks in the assembly process. He said it normally operates within a confined area at the plant, grabbing auto parts and manipulating them. Another contractor was present when the incident occurred, but was not harmed. He declined to give any more details about the case, citing an ongoing investigation. German news agency DPA reported that prosecutors were considering whether to bring charges, and if so, against whom? A robot out here killing people. And they're saying it's based on human error. Okay, he probably pushed a button. I don't know, but that's terrible. It's a terrible way to die. And on IBM.com, using AI to create new fragrances. So they're using artificial intelligence to create new fragrances. Skilled perfumers bring art and science together to design new fragrances, a talent that takes 10 or more years to just develop. Crafting a fragrance that leaves an impression is one of the most important components a consumer considers when forming a positive or negative opinion about everyday products like laundry detergent, deodorant, air freshener, cologne, and of course perfume. What if artificial intelligence can learn from these professionals to augment the process of developing new fragrances or identity completely? With this in mind, the team at IBM Research Together with Simrise, one of the top global producers of flavors and fragrances, 
created an AI system that can learn about formulas, raw materials, historical success, data, and industry trends. Building on previous IBM research, using artificial intelligence to pair flavors and for recipe creation, as well as their new IBM Research AI for product composition, we created called Filra. So they have a product composition augment artificial intelligence called Filra. It is a system that uses new and advanced machine learning algorithms to sift through hundreds of thousands of formulas and thousands of raw materials, helping identify patterns and novel combinations. Filma does more than serve up inspiration. It can design entirely new fragrance formulas by exploring the entire landscape of fragrance combinations to discover the white spaces in the global fragrance market. Wow, so they are using artificial intelligence to create new recipes, new flavors, and new fragrances. And moving forward, on theguardian.com, a twisted fiber optic light breakthrough could make the internet 100 times faster. A new development in fiber optics could make internet speeds up to 100 times faster by detecting light that has been twisted into a spiral. The research published in the journal Nature Communications can be used to easily upgrade existing networks and significantly boost efficiency, scientists say. Fiber optic cables use pulses of light to transmit information, but currently information can only be stored through the color of the light and whether the wave is horizontal or vertical. By twisting the light into a spiral, engineers effectively create a third dimension for light to carry information. The level of orbital angular momentum or spin, it's like DNA. If you look at the double helix spiral, said Mingu of RMIT University, the more you can use angular momentum, the more information you can carry. Researchers in the U.S. had previously created a fiber that could twist light, but Gu's team is the first to create a reasonably sized detector that can read the information it holds. Previous detectors were the size of a dining table, but the new detector is the width of a human hair. We could produce the first chip that could detect this twisting and display it for mobile application, Gu said. The technology would be used to upgrade fiber optic networks like Australia's national broadband network. Although controversy still dogs a decision to reduce the scheme use of fiber optics in favor of copper wire. So they have found a way to transmit this information more quickly. So new communication technologies are constantly being tested in labs many years in advance of its being commercialized. So they require widespread acceptance from equipment manufacturers and network operators before they are ready for operational deployment. But for those that are investing, that is good information to know. And moving forward on CNET.com, with 5G, you won't just be watching video, it will be watching you too. Remember the last time you felt terrified during a horror movie? Take that moment and all the suspense leading up to it and imagine it individually calibrated for you. It's a terror plot morphing in real time, adjusting the story to your level of attention to lull you into a comfort zone before unleashing a personally timed jump scare. Or maybe being scared witless isn't your idea of fun. 
Think of a rom-com that stops from going off the rails when it sees you rolling your eyes. Or maybe it tweaks the eye color of the character finally finding true love so it's closer to your own. A personalized subtlety that makes the love-struck protagonist more relatable. You can thank or curse 5G for that. When most people think of 5G, they're envisioning ultra-fast, high-bandwidth connection that lets you download seasons of your favorite shows in minutes. But 5G's possibilities go way beyond that. Potentially, reinventing how we watch video and opening up a mess of privacy uncertainties. Right now, you make a video much the same way you did for TV. Dan Garraway, co-founder of the interactive video company Wirex, said in an interview this month, that the dramatic thing is when you turn video into a two-way conversation. Your audience is touching and interacting inside the experience and making things happen as a result. The personalized horror flick or the tailored rom-com, they would hinge on interactive video layers that use emotional analysis. Emotional analysis based on your phone's front-facing camera to adjust what you're watching in real time. You may think it's far-fetched, but one of the key traits of 5G is an ultra-responsive connection with virtually no lag, meaning the network and systems would be fast enough to react to your physical responses. 5G is on the cusp of reality, with the first compatible smartphones set to debut next year. And while these forms of media don't even exist yet, the potential for them is huge, according to one estimate. 5G will propel annual revenue from immersive and new media applications from, 60, from zero to 67 billion within a decade according to a forecast by Ovum, commissioned by Intel. For context, that matches the value of an entire mobile media market, video, music, and games last year. Overall, Ovum and Intel predict that 5G will more than triple the mobile media market worldwide, reaching $420 billion in 2028 from $170 billion this year. Before you cast a skeptical eye at 5G, consider how the last explosion of mobile connectivity from 3G to 4G LTE changed how we consume video. Being able to watch and in YouTube's case, upload video on a mobile device reimagined how we watch TV and the types of programming that are big business. A decade ago when Netflix was about two years into its transition, to streaming from DVD mailings, its avenue revenue was $1.4 billion. This year, it's on track for more than 10 times that, $15.8 billion. The widespread availability of 4G enabled a massive improvement of distribution of video. So 5G's potential for video is based on several major changes to how video is distributed and created. The biggest are 5G's low latency, or the lag time between when you call up a page and when the network responds. The lag time with 4G is about 20 milliseconds, but 5G can cut that down to as little as one millisecond. The technology is also better at handling huge amounts of data. Video is already one of the most data-heavy activities online. It's almost 58% of the downstream traffic on the internet this year, according to Sandvine. 5G not only lightens that load, but it can also make new kinds of video accessible. 
One simple application is like DVD extras on steroids. Gary gave the example of Jurassic World, a blockbuster with hundreds of digital assets that never made it into the final cut of the film. Crane rigs that captured sweeping shots over the park, for example, also had a 360-degree camera attached underneath, but hardly any of those assets were seen, Gary noted. An interactive movie means that you could relive that footage in the time that you're watching the movie, switching cameras on the fly, he said. The speed and, and the capacity of 5G also makes it possible for video to be created in real time, according to your responses. As films and shows are increasingly computer-generated, characters become more malleable. So 5G is taking it to a whole another level. It's the next big upgrade, you know? We're going to take a music moment and come back with Urbanology. Blessings and grace. Ice water age is flowing through her ice water age is flowing through her so cold It's so cold so
yourself and be awake. Today, tomorrow and always. First establish yourself in truth. Then teach others and so defeat sorrow. To strengthen the crooked, you must first do a harder thing. Straighten yourself. You are your only master. Who else? Subdue yourself and discover your master. There's no fire like greed. No crime like hatred. No sorrow like separation. No sickness like hunger of heart. And no joy like the joy of freedom. End contentment and trust are your greatest possession. And freedom your greatest joy. Look within. Be still. Free from fear and attachment. Know the sweet joy of living. Live in the moment. Be happy. Live in the moment. Until the body lets down on you. You say the cat is hard to chew. So you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. Asparagus, parsley, 
Blessings and grace, and I'm back with Herbnology. I'm going to be talking about the amazing benefits of tamarind. The health benefits of tamarind have been well studied, and they include its ability to reduce inflammation throughout the body, improve vision, boost respiratory health, heal skin conditions, and improve the digestive system. Tamarind also relieves pain, boosts the immune system, reduces fever, lowers cholesterol to improve cardiovascular health, treats piles, prevents cancer, and protects against parasites and worms. Now, tamarind has been cultivated for thousands of years and likely made its way to Asia about 5,000 years ago. It wasn't until 500 years ago that it made its way to the America via the Spanish explorers. South America and Mexico remain the largest consumers and producers of this fruit in the world. Now, tamarind is delicious, sweet, and sour fruit that has a variety of uses, both for medicinal and culinary purposes. It's a medium-sized bushy tree with evergreen leaves and a fruit that develops in pods characterized by long brown shells. Inside is a sticky, fleshy, juicy pulp, which is the tamarind fruit. This is where the nutrition and taste reside. As it is both sweet and sour in taste, people either tend to immediately like it or have a natural disposition against it. There are many ways to consume this nutrition fruit. It can be consumed as a raw fruit. It can be added to desserts once it's fully ripe. It can be dried and ground into a spice. It's often used in jams and sauces. It's dried and processed into candies into some parts of the world. It's a normal ingredient in soups and dishes throughout Asia and South America, owing to its health benefits this little seed pod contains. So tamarind improves digestion. It's long been considered a natural laxative, and its dietary fiber content is a major reason for this property. Eating it as a fruit or as a spice can increase the efficiency of your digestive system, while the fiber can bulk up your stool, making it move through the smooth muscles of the intestinal tract easily. It is also bilious substance, meaning that it stimulates the activity of bile, which can help dissolve food faster, and the fiber stimulates gastric juices to speed up digestion. All of this together means that things run smooth through your digestive tract faster making it a powerful laxative if you're suffering from chronic constipation. It protects the heart. A study published in the Food and Chemical Toxology Journal on tamarind have shown it to be effective in reducing blood pressure and cholesterol. The fiber content in tamarind certainly has something to do with the reduction in cholesterol since it's known to scrap excess LDL cholesterol from the veins and arteries 
the potassium in tamarind may be responsible for the reduction in blood pressure since it's known as a vasodilator that reduces the stress on the cardiovascular system. The impressive levels of vitamin C in it also has something to do with this as well. Vitamin C is an antioxidant that can reduce the impact of free radicals. The pesky byproduct of cellular metabolism that has been linked to heart diseases and a number of other health conditions. It improves circulation. Tamarind is a very good source of iron, and a single serving can provide more than 10% of your daily requirement. A healthy supply of iron in the body guarantees proper red, red blood cell count in the body, which can ensure appropriate oxygenation of different muscles and organs to function properly. It improves nerve function. One of the most significant vitamins in tamarind is B-complex. And don't forget B is for brain. Thiamine is an important part of vitamin B family and is found in high quantities with tamarind. Thiamine is responsible for improving nerve function as well as muscle development, which can help you remain active and maintain your reflexes and stay strong. Weight loss one of the unique compounds that can be extracted from tamarind or gained as a benefit from it when it's used as a spice is called hydro, hydroxycitric acid, HCA. HCA is connected to weight loss because it's been shown to inhibit an enzyme in the body that specifically helps to store fat. Furthermore, it's been known to suppress the appetite by increasing the neurotransmitter serotonin. It manages diabetes. Along with its ability to stop weight gain, it also inhibits the enzyme alpha-amylase, which mainly stops carbohydrates from being absorbed. A carbohydrate-heavy diet can increase the chances of uncontrolled glucose and insulin levels, which is the biggest problem for people suffering from diabetes. Tamarind can help to monitor and control these fluctuations. Anti-inflammatory capacity. Lupio found in tamarind possesses anti-inflammatory and anti-cancer properties. According to a study done at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, the essential oil of tamarind has been connected to a number of anti-inflammatory abilities, including the reduction of joint pain, inflammation, arthritis, rheumatic conditions, and gout. It also reduces eye irritation. One of the most common forms is conjunctivitis, also known as pink eye. It has shown a definite soothing and anti-inflammatory ability and is therefore used in many herbal remedies for inflammation. And it boosts immunity. In a study published in Elsevier's LTW Food Science and Technology Journal throws light on the potent antioxidant properties of tamarind. Enormous antioxidants, as well as high levels of vitamin C in the essential oils, make tamarind a wonderful way to boost your immune system and ensure long-term health, keeping away from microbial and fungal infections. It also reduces the occurrence of parasites in the body due to its antiseptic and microbial effects. It has been specifically linked to eliminating stomach worms in children in tropical areas where tamarind is cultivated. As a word of caution, the main concern is that tamarind lowers blood pressure and is a blood thinner. So it can be difficult to reduce bleeding in case something happens. So if you're taking aspirin or other blood thinners, be careful while ingesting 
an excessive amount of tamarind. But that's why everything should be done with balance. Overstand. Never too much, never too little, just the right amount. So take advantage of the nature of the Most High with tamarind, which aids in digestion, boosts immune system, helps to manage diabetes, beneficial in improving nerve function, promotes proper blood circulation, helps control blood pressure and cholesterol, and gives release from joint pain, inflammation, and gout. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace. Steady, are you ready? Oh. 
It is time you open up that metaphysical grave that had been dug for you, the part of you, the spark that lays buried. That is what's going to open you up. That's what's going to give you the ability to escape. Escape your metaphysical mind. 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 Blessings and grace. And I'm back with the metaphysics of the moment. Starting off with the Hebrew word Beth Merhak. Beth Merhak means far house, place far off, house set at a distance, a dwelling far off. Either a place or a house between Jerusalem and the Mount of Olives near the brook Cedron. David tarried here when he left Jerusalem to escape from Absalom. Metaphysically, Beth Merhak is a consciousness of separateness from the Most High, a far house, a house set at a distance, which for a season possesses the one in truth. When he has given himself over to the love of external beauty apart from spirit and has come to the period of reaction, the period of readjustment or judgment because of his error. The consciousness of separateness because of error. And the Greek word bar Jesus, son of Jesus, son of Joshua, a Jewish man who was a sorcerer, a false prophet who stood against Paul and Barnabas and tried to turn the proconsul, Sergius Paulus, from the faith when he was smitten with blindness for a season in consequence. And also Elimus, wise, powerful, a magus, an astrologer, a magician. He is also called Bar-Jesus. He was stricken with blindness for a season because of his wickedness. Metaphysically, the sense thought that tries to counterfeit the working of spirit. Paul had just received a special baptism of the Holy Spirit with power to express the word of God. When he perceived that sense thought was working in the personality in opposition to the true working of spirit, he called it to account. Mental resistance closes the doors and windows of the mind and shuts out the light of spirit. Then the darkness of ignorance pervades the consciousness and there's is a dependence on external leadings. Elimus went about seeking some to lead him by the hand. We shouldn't be seeking outside of ourselves as the Most High put everything within. Amaria, which is Hebrew, for Jah says, word of Jehovah, Jehovah enlightens Amaria, a descendant of Aaron, by his eldest son, Eliza, he lived during the time that Eli and his sons were in possession of the priesthood. Before it reverted to the rightful line of high priests, the descendants of Aaron, through his eldest son. There are others by this name also. Metaphysically, Amaria means an inner assurance of sonship, of oneness with the Most High, and the dependence upon his word. Jah says, word of Jehovah, which stays with one when one seems incapable of outer spiritual expression, 
for the time being. It is the light and the assurance of the inner word with its creative power to bring forth fruit in due season. And Felix, Felix is Latin for happy, a Roman administrator of affairs in Judea, Acts 23:26. Metaphysically, Felix is a transient property and happiness, the thoroughly sense consciousness that believes the manifest world is the all of existence. It poses as judge and decides all matters from the standpoint of personality and personal profit. Felix listened to the exhortations of Paul, hoping to receive money. It is not uncommon to find people who hold to truth, hoping they can in some way make money out of it. Felix was terrified at the revelation of his shortcomings when Paul reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and the judgment to come. But he said to Paul, Go thy way for this time, and when I have a convenient season... I will call thee unto me. Felix was not quite ready to give up the ambitions of personality. One must be willing to give up the desires of the personal man in order to enter the joys of the universal. This is a hard thing to do. The whole life has been devoted to worldly aims and sensual attainments, and the thoughts are wielded to the material. Yet a renunciation of self must take place in man before he can realize the will of God. Not what I will, but what thou wilt, said Yeshua. If one does not give up willingly, divine law brings about the precipitation of error thoughts into the visible life which dissolves its temporal structures. The change usually results in tragedy, as in the case of Felix. His reign as governor of Judea was short. History says that he was deposed because of corruption in office and that he came near losing his life over it. Felix also could be said to represent the twin faculties, will and understanding, functioning in sense consciousness. The word of truth did not move the will but disturbed the understanding which was terrified. And children of Israel, metaphysically, the thoughts of reality or true ideas about being that have to be brought out in every part of man's consciousness. These thoughts are brought down from the land of Canaan into Egypt, the flesh consciousness, and for a season are submerged in the fleshly realm, are thoughts in form. Heaven, according to Yeshua, is within man, and with this understanding, we can see that the escape of the Israelites from Egypt is paralleled by the escape of man from ignorance and materiality. And Bacharu. Bacharu is Hebrew for the firstborn is he. He is youthful. He is early. He is in season. One of six sons of Azel, a Benjamite, descended from Saul in 1 Chronicles 8.38. Metaphysically, bacharu means a tendency to receive new ideas, truth in order, in season. The reference here may be to the Christ idea. The firstborn is he. He is youthful. He is early. He is in season.
we have to realize what season we are in and be first to take advantage of all the opportunities that align itself within that season and the work that must be done so that we can expand, raise, and ascend. We're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace. That you're feeling, we call it healing, they call it wicked. You know the difference. Ow, come on. I really wanted you to stay. Floating my mind by the bed. And seeing how it all plays out. Cause the only constant thing is change. Mind over matter, fuck the chit chatter. Center on self, your health is your well. Funny time flies by. Dark nights turn to blue sky. I'm with the most high. I'm with the most high Multiply and realign And the only constant thing is true If we're elevating, you downgrade And I'm moving slow while you rap racing Time is essence and time is paces I'm living life like Neo in the Matrix Reload the clip, kill off the bases I'm melting plastics right here in the basement But in the end, we all the same We all want strength, we all want change We all want we with different color strains Uplift the youth, it's still a lot to gain So don't lose your hope just yet We change the frequencies with new stats Move to the drums of this beat Don't lose your sight and you'll see Infinite wisdom and powers and galaxies I'm launching off like a rocket and nobody's stopping me I just might elevate, demonstrate how I be doing my logic Stop all the nonsense, I got the keys and I'm ready to start it Pull out the pocket, stop all that hogging If you got knowledge, then share it, compare it and spread it and share it Giving is caring, teaching is learning So light it and burn it and pass it and taste it We gift it and paste it Blessings and grace I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music. Zaki Ibrahim, Grow, The Highness Collective, Pearl, Maisie Blue, Balance, Sun Ra, Godspell, Karen Wheeler, Living in the Light, Soul to Soul, However Do You Want Me, Natalie Rise, Free Your Mind, F Soul, Greens, Marla Brown, featuring Muta Baraka, Words of Wisdom, Lauren Hill, Everything is Everything, Sampa the Great, Queen Consciousness, Latin Cafe, Power to Conquer, India Irie, Just Do You, Shireen, We Don't Stop, The Alarm, Bodhisattva, PK-12, Original Mix, NECA, Focus, Clear Angel, Time, Cyrock, Grow, Maisie Blue, Change, Mama D, Faith, The Whitefield Brothers featuring Bajaka, Earthology, Sarak, The First Mother, John Nine, Intentions. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still, focus, decide. Remember 
that you are earth. Ground, build, give. Love, strength, grace, and peace. Wake up, wake up and meditate on a new day. What up, you stuck in this tree pose and now I got my thoughts straight, parallel trace. Right, right, right. And won't you pick up your pace? This is called a chase, so accelerate. Hitting gas harder, no brakes. Hey, 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 my happy place. Say, 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 and get this pain away. Great, 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 great. And when we all partake and coordinate, sit back and relax, rejuvenate. Eating good today, fresh fruit on my plate. Better I partake, put a roots in play. Now I am okay, feeling with this Jay. Wanna get you there? Can you please obey what I say? Hey, here's the blunt security. You get it, hit it. Me. Then he then she then we gon' win. Just roll with me, blow, blow with me.
to uh, 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 not only separate men, you know, because they have their own doctrines and then the doctrine became the gospel truth, you know, that you cannot change, you know. And, but if you do not have styles, if you just say, well, here, here I am, you know, as, uh, as a human being, how can I express myself totally and completely? Now, that way, 
you won't create a style because style is a crystallization you know i mean that way it's a process of continuing growth here it is natural instinct and here is control you are to combine the two in harmony if you have one to the extreme you will be very unscientific if you have another to the extreme you become all of a sudden a mechanical man be water my friend empty your mind be formless shapeless like water now you put water into a cup it becomes the cup you put water into a bottle it becomes the bottle you put in a teapot it becomes the teapot now water can flow or it can crash be water my friend <laughs> 